I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. We're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today. Allison is about robots. It's about a Terminator 2. But not a robots. Not, a, no, a bits of robots. Metal, metalman. A metalman. 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 Um, who is your favorite metalman? Oh, my favorite metalman. Now it's a it's um a little known fact that wrestler uh CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> his, his initials stand for Cyberman. Punk? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, that makes me Oh, I just had a stroke. <laughs> That's what it makes me feel like. Are you okay? No, because I had to process that because I had no idea. Holy moly. <laughs> or was that a joke? It's a joke, oh, Tommy. No. We're really on our game. We're right on our game. Here's our game. We're right on top of it. Look, we just, we did an experiment. <laughs> Allison brought their rice cooker. I have a rice cooker. And we tried to make two giant pancake in the rice cooker. Just a big, thick pancake. It, I don't know if we were successful, but we did eat the results. Yeah. The leavings, <laughs> if you will. And I think that made us very squeepy. It did. Yeah, and quite. Then, and then we watched this episode of The X-Files, and we just rode that pancake high. Yeah. Throughout for the full 45 minutes. And now I've dipped into a real pancake low. <laughs> I've got cyclical pancake depression. <laughs> there's nothing my therapist can do about it. She's going to say, like, why don't you stop eating pancakes? I'm like, fuck you. Fuck off. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. Allison, this is an episode of The X-Files. True. It's a season eight. Fact. Episode nine. Accurate. Correct. It was called, now let me guess. Okay. Um, does it start with a metal? No. Does it start with something about killing? No. Oh, no. What was it? It was season eight, episode nine, Salvage. If you pulled a gun and held it to my head, I would not be able to guess that name, even though, like, an hour ago we were talk predicting about what this was about. What if I pulled out my bisexual finger gun? Oh, I do remember that. Careful with those things. <laughs> They're loaded. So here's the description. Skelly and Doggett delve into a series of bizarre deaths in a Midwestern town, but their prime suspect is pushing up daisies. I love that show. <laughs> Me too. This episode's set in Muncie, Indiana, so yeah. I had the same thought I always have when someone mentions Muncie, Indiana. What? Should I watch the Hudsucker Proxy again? Couldn't tell you. Okay. What is it about? Well, it's about a man from Muncie, Indiana. He oh. has a big idea. He's got a big idea? Yeah. Oh. Is it a, is it a good TV show? It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, I get it. A movie, wink. I'm so confused by you. <laughs> I'm so deeply confused. I'm trying to yes and, but I don't understand what you're saying. That's fine. So this is the X-Files. <laughs> and we're the double X-Files. And we talk about the X-Files. So, okay, I uh, sprung it on you during this episode. We have 32 episodes of the X-Files. That left. is a beautiful thing for my ears to hear. 
That's not very much. No. That's as many years as I've been alive. Oh, yeah, me too, in one week. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to be 32. The world is ending. Yay. Then that means I'm going to be... Wait. Does that mean I'm 33? I don't know how old I am, Allison. You will be 33 on your birthday, which is sometime after my birthday. Not 34. But you know, the United States is getting me a really great birthday present. What? Um, Because my birthday is on October 7th. Yeah. And on October 8th, they have a Supreme Court case to decide whether you could fire people for being trans. (laughs) Thanks, United States. I've never looked forward to my birthday so much. Happy birthday. (laughs) Here's some gross misjustices. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be bad. I'm sad. And if you're cis, like, fucking talk to people about it. Um, on my birthday is new Pokemon. Okay, well, look, we can't all be winners, <laughs> I guess. I'm cursed by God, you know, whatever. I'm going to get the one with the sword. <laughs> the dog? I like the dog. The and the sword, also, if you the sword, you have the, the far-fetched... Um, yeah, the, the big the boy. Big, the big onion knight. Yeah, the big onion knight. I love yeah. it. I love his big tall sword. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> He's got a grunion. Uh-huh. Got a leak there. Uh-huh. Pokemons is good. Pokemons is a, a breath of fresh air. And you know what is not? What? This fucking episode of the Exile. It was, yeah, I mean, it was just, that. that's the thing, right? Is that this season has a Terminator 2 in it. But this episode was written before they cast him, and the writer was like, what if Terminator 2, but also Japanese cyberpunk, because I like to steal. But it wasn't cyberpunk. It was just a metalman. Yeah, but it was like the idea that he based it on was a Japanese cyberpunk film. Okay. What? What? If this? Okay, if cyberpunk is a recipe, what are the ingredients to it? Um, it's, I mean, a lot of cyberpunk is like, where is the line between human and machine? Okay. And what is, you know, what is it to be human? And, um, what, you know, that's why it's like, cyberpunk is really interesting, not when done by straight white people, um, <laughs> but when done by other people. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, there's a lot of, like, interesting questions for trans people in cyberpunk, mm. and a lot of interesting, like, queer questions and questions for, you know, um, people of, like, racialized identities and stuff. Also, like, you gotta have Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah, anyone who has seen the world at large question their humanity, I think, <laughs> can find something interesting Whoa. to dig into in cyberpunk. I like it. Um, not this, though. No? No. No, did not. Now, I feel like um, past Courtney Allison did curse the future Courtney Allison. Yeah, we did. We they rated did. an episode, not too long ago, a two. I know. Meaning we actually really enjoyed it. Hubris. <laughs> hoisted. We were hoisted, Allison. Because <laughs> these are just kind of, I don't know, it feels like... Feels like we're back to the X Files. It feels like the well, beyond that, it feels like the X Files is just happening. Yeah. And then Scully and Doggett are there. Yeah, that's really has been a big thing in the last few but episodes, not hasn't it? Wholly involved. And they're not really solving it. And they're not really there's not their presence isn't important. To, no, to the, it's not. It doesn't really affect. The, you can take them out, and it still be pretty much the same thing. Yeah, 
Now, we had little blips of that way, way, way back when with all the other seasons. Yeah. Many seasons. But this one, the last couple ones have felt... Do you think that's because Mulder is more insistent about inserting himself into situations? Yeah, he fucking inserts himself everywhere. Yeah. And Doggett... But Doggett, here's the thing. Like, the only... The number one thing we've learned about him is he fucking hates crime. Yeah, and and twins. And (laughs) twins. Wait. And twins. Thank you. (laughs) And he loves solving it. He loves solving a crime. But the last couple episodes have just been... He's been lack luster yeah he's not really been salt he's been following the clues yeah he's been following sniffing out some clues but he hasn't gotten to like go to anyone and be like you did the crime and now you'll do the time yeah i'm not into it no um so this episode starts with a couple of people talking yeah and the woman's like my husband had gulf war syndrome and he died and the man's like you're just upset <laughs> Um, ah, a common theme for the X-Files. <laughs> a woman is upset. Yeah. Yes. And then he leaves her house and he gets in his car and he goes to drive. But who's he run into? A man. A metalman. A metalman. And the car crashes around the metalman and he's like, I'm big. And then he... <laughs> Does he? <laughs> well, you know. And then he puts his hand into the guy's face. And then... And he makes a bowling ball. He does make a bowling ball with his hand. That's pretty cool. I think it's kind of okay. If you're, I guess I would have thought you would have, like, mystery man it and just put the head, put the holes on the top of the head. You would think. You would think. You would think. Obviously, he's not a connoisseur. God, I've seen mystery men so many times. Really? Yeah. What? Why? I had my best friend in junior high. Oh, no. Uh, was just in love with Ben Stiller. That is not the person who I thought you would go- you were going to say. <laughs> no, I had a friend who was just like so horny for Ben Stiller. I thought you were going to say either William H Macy or Pee Wee. Nope. Um. So I have. Oh, seen- that was me. Yeah, horny for both of them. I was horny for Conan O'Brien. That was just kind of my thing. Wait, Conan O'Brien was in that movie? No, but I mean, I'm oh, just saying in general. Me too. Yeah. Mm. Um. Tall, string bean, hair. I just like, you know... The dance. I, the I goofy like, uh, clown man. I like people that I want to climb like a tree. <laughs> I had... I, I liked him because I just wanted to be him. Yeah. Because I like the self-deprecating humor. It's like me. <laughs> yeah. Only shorter. Mm-hmm. Allison, this car was going 40. It was going 40 miles per oh, hour. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes way more oh, sense. Oh, did you know that was kilometers? <laughs> You metric bitch. Here's- <laughs> <laughs> My stupid Canadian brain when dog is like they calculated the streak of the tires and they're like it's going 40 I'm like that can't be right. 40's like I go I go that like 40's like town. a baby speed for a baby car. <laughs> That's like close to a school zone. <laughs> What's forty in I don't big know. boy miles? I don't know. You don't fucking drive. You I'm, don't a, know. I'm a metric bitch too. It's um, I don't know. Was that like eighty? That can't be right. <laughs> Our miles miles ain't that not big. Just like double? Are they? No. No. <laughs> One point six maybe. Look, maths is hard. <laughs> 1.6, does that mean it's, like, 42? No. I don't know. But That's here's the thing. Okay, so Skulder and Doggett, mm, 
Scully and Dog. Wow. The pancakes are well. This is this is here. This is the thing. Okay. Scully and Doggett are investigating the man man car crash. Yeah. And Scully, at this point in the season, is taking a real heel turn. Yeah. Because every time she like she knows that the answer is something spooky, but Doggett's like, "This is a straightforward crime for me to solve, even though I work for the X Files." And he's like, "Well, but then this person must have been doing this." And Scully's like, "Were they?" Wasn't it? Don't you think? I now Mulder does come back later. If I swear to God, if Scully just like automatically goes back to switches back to normal, like questioning everything, Scully, I will be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that means this was like a dream state. Yeah, you can't make this character choice for Scully to take a full spooky heel turn and then. <laughs> And then be like, it never happened, guys. Oh, but when Mulder's here, I'm going to question everything. <laughs> I'm a lady. Um, yeah. So, okay, we see the guy. The guy. The Gulf War Syndrome the, guy. That guy. And um, he uh, is shaving, but instead of shaving, he's taking lead pencil lead out of his face. With clippers, yeah. I mean, everyone who's gone through high school and had a mechanical pencil has at least... One small sliver of mechanical lead somewhere in their body. Yeah, apparently. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Remember, like, people being like, don't, it's lead and that's bad for you. <laughs> Actually, it's graphite, so fuck off. Did you ever do, like, I'm giving myself an, an injection. Yeah. <laughs> and then you press down the little nubbin. But one time you don't press it down. And it, it hurts. You, and that's why you have a piece of lead in your fucking finger now. <laughs> Um, yeah, he pulls it out. So we're like, uh oh, he's metals. Yeah, he's, he's metals. Something's wrong. Um, so the, the, his wife was saying that he had Gulf War syndrome. Yeah. Which, if you don't know what that is. Yeah. It's kind of a bad thing that happened. What is, like, um, they, now, for the longest time, they weren't sure what it yeah, was. Yeah, for a long time. Okay, so the, the Gulf War from 1990 to 1991 is the one that we're talking about. Oh my God. Um, and about 687,000 people served in that war. Yeah. And 250 of, 250,000 of them approximately got Gulf War Syndrome, which for a long time people said, that's not anything. That's just like war fatigue or whatever you get from other wars. Um, But then as the the time went on and people like actually put together a panel of scientists to study it, it turned out that people who served in that Gulf War actually were less likely to have PTSD, but still suffered from this Gulf War Syndrome. Um, What were the what were the like symptoms of this? uh, Lots of different stuff like uh, you could have digestive symptoms, you could have um, neurological symptoms. Uh, it was really a lot of different things. You mean all the stuff that, like, non-cis men go through, and then they go to their doctor, and the doctor says, wait six more months and it will be fine? Yep. Oh, gee. Hmm. Except in this case, it was 18 years, because oh. it wasn't until 2008 that it was officially announced the Gulf War Syndrome was uh, um, caused by exposure to toxic chemicals, and in some cases, those chemicals were uh, drug that people took to prevent um, prevent issues caused by exposure to intentional like toxins. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a real wild thing. <sighs> Look, I know doctors is good. They have a purpose. Yeah. But like sometimes fuck doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really screw us around. Huh? For real. They're the reason why, you know, I break fingers and toes and I just don't bother I'm going like, in. Well, yeah, I mean, my, my, I got my old leather hands yeah. still. Oh, yeah. 
The good old punchy, punchy punch. <laughs> Maybe. I right? still don't know. Actually, it's funny. Um, I'm nearing my anniversary of the first time I had debilitating vertigo. Oh, boy. Yeah, which has been okay. I went to actual physio and they, gosh, they fixed me right up. Well, that's nice after of them. After four doctors. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, man. Keep fighting. If you're, hey, if you're, if doctors are jerking you around, just keep fighting. We're with you. Yeah, we're with you. We get it. Allison, um, I'm not with this burger. No, this burger. This the burger. Work. The man, okay, so he's in his halfway house. He pulls the metal out of his face. He goes to eat a burger. Yeah. And the Foley noises as he munches on this burger mm. are just like, you you know without a doubt there's lettuce in that burger, first of all. There's, it's, it's got a crunch, but it's a, you feel the slimy. You feel the slimy. It, and there's a lot of mayo. Yeah. And it's just like, it looks it, do- it does not look like a healthy burger. No. And I don't mean healthy for you to eat. I no. mean, like, in the way that an animal is healthy. Well, okay. Burger's got your grain. Yeah. Burger's got veg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burger's no, there's nothing wrong with a burger. No. Why is that unhealthy? It's not. Um, I just, okay. I mean, it looks, it looks like, you know, when you see a cow in the field and the cow looks sickly and you're like, yeah. that cow looks unhealthy. Yeah. The burger looked unhealthy in that way. Oh, like a sick cow. Yeah. And you gotta shoot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could do that. To make into burgers. Yes. Oh, no. oh boy. Um, this Ugh. is also when, when I see the, like, the bread, the bread was very mushy and Yeah, gushy. yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me that um, I have, unfortunately, no more episodes of Great British or Great Canadian Bake Off left on my CBC app. So sad. And I'm so upset because all I want to do is watch Great Canadian Bake Off. It's so good. It's, so it's There's something good. about it. In the very first episode when it just had come back in the new season, the, in the pre-roll, not even the show, like in the pre-roll of the show of like, what's coming up this season? These three sweet boys clink their mugs together and say, cheers, boys. Yes. And I teared up. <laughs> now, Dan Levy... Is not in this. No, season. he's not in this. He's season. a busy guy, very busy, and I love him to death. The hosts are there. Uh, they're gonna. They're growing on me. Yeah, they pook me a couple times, but the bakers, the bakers, I love, and they're. I just you know the they're bakers. they're so good. Oh, there's an old grandma from. From fucking Newfoundland. Uh-huh. You got, you got a lot of BC kids. You got s- quite a few BC kids. Hella BC kids. You got gay, rugby, grandpa. Oh, I love him. Jay. Jay. Jay's great. Oh. And our horse in the race. Mm-hmm. Our s- number one in our hearts, Jody. Jody from Saskatchewan. Jody, her husband is a wrestler. Uh-huh. She has two perfect children. Beautiful children. And just is... She's really a, good at baking. A glowing, like, just amount of happiness that I need in the world. She has lovely dimples as well. Oh, she has her dimples? <laughs> <laughs> God could not create such perfect dimples. No. This is only created by Jody. <laughs> Please watch Great Canadian Bake Off. Oh, it's so good. It's less British. Um, but more Canadian. But more Canadian. We're great. We're fine. Okay. That show, great. That show, great. Canadians in general, me. <laughs> we'll see how we do. I think, actually, this episode will probably have come out after our oh, election. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, it could all go so wrong. Look, right now we're in Jagmeet Singh's air- district, so yeah, we're okay. True. We're okay. Ja- Jagmeet's got our back. 
And my, my district is uh, in the same party. Is so. it? Okay, okay. So we're okay. We, you and I are chill AF. But. Uh, but the rest of Canada, oh, oh boy. No. Oh, be so careful, Please. friends. <laughs> be so, so careful. Choose wisely. <laughs> Please. Okay. God, remember when we had Harper? Yeah, oh, that was boy. fucking. Really? <laughs> Although I will say the one thing about when we had Harper was every time I saw a stop sign on it that said stop, stop Harper, Harper, my heart like lightened a little yeah, bit. It was really nice. That's when we all came together. Yeah. Oh. Um, his hands is bleeding mm-hmm. from this burger. Yeah. It's too crispy. There's also, okay, so he's in a halfway house or something. Yeah. And his, like, caseworker got to get off his nuts. Yeah, she's really like, I've been where you are and I feel bad for you. And if you want to talk about it, that's okay. And he's like, really? You've been to fucking the Gulf War? <laughs> <laughs> you have metal in your fucking body? <laughs> this is not great. So the whole concept is he is terminating eh, uh-huh. the people who have done made him metal. Yeah. Made him a metal man. He worked at a salvage yard. Yeah. And then he died, quote unquote, ostensibly. Um, and then now he alive still again. And, um, and now he's more metal than men. Yeah. And he just keeps turning more metal and metal and metal. And, um, so it's got, it's got a ticking clock. Yeah. So he's, um, he's trying to find the people who allowed this to happen to him at the salvage yard where he worked and to, to, uh, as we say in the biz, terminate them. Um, you gotta say it in the Arnie voice. Terminate them. And that's just a lower voice thing. <laughs> I am not good at voices. <laughs> You're not good at voices. Terminate them. <laughs> terminate me, daddy. <laughs> I've, I've heard your little boy voice. That's my favorite. <laughs> Terminate them, baby. Terminate me, please. <laughs> there you go. That, That's like, my real voice. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, to look behind the curtain, Allison's actually a baby. I am a little baby. <laughs> and I put them for, through years of fucking vocal training. <laughs> to, to even sound, do a podcast. To sound like a fucking 30-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on oh, it. Oh, I'm just a little baby. <laughs> Okay, so the next victim is um, the boss of the salvage yard. Yeah. And he's like, he has been informed by Doggett that this guy might be still alive. Yeah. So he's very quickly shredding. He's shredding some docs. Evidences. Mm -hmm. God. Remember paper? I do. (laughs) In fact, we've got two pieces of it in front of us. Oh, God. Um, and the, okay, at this point, the Terminator busts into the trailer, and you asked me two questions. What did I ask? In such quick succession that it gave me mild whiplash. You said, and this is about at the same pacing that you said it. Okay. Why does this remind me of Face Off? What do you think his dick's like? (laughs) There was no pause in between the two. For any sort of contemplation of the first question before moving on to the second question. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Okay. There is a shot with like blinds in Face Off. So Uh I thought about Face Off. And then I had just recently watched Face Off and I realized that like them faces off. Uh huh. But like then the dicks is the same. No, the dicks is the same. Well. Like, if I put, took my face off and put it on your face yeah. and vice versa, we'd still have the same dicks. I know, but, okay, so, okay, 
Look, this is now a face-off podcast. Sorry, okay. I can't. No, would you have someone else's dick or would you have someone else's face and your same dick? No, you would have... You would have your same dick. Yeah. And it's just... Because it's just the face. You have someone else's face. Oh, but they do change, like, body parts. Like, not body parts, Uh, but they made... They made John Travolta skinnier. Because he's a thick dad in that movie. Yeah. To match... Nicholas Cage. Yeah. So they maybe did some lipo. They didn't change dicks. Okay, so if you... So here's the thing. No. Um, uh, uh, so Nicholas Cage has his body in John Travolta's face. Yeah. And he fucks John Travolta's wife. Yeah. She knows. No, because that's a different dick. That's a different dick. Oh, boy. She knows what that dick do. Yeah. It don't do that. It don't do that. That's a new thing. What if, what if one was circumcised? <laughs> She's like, oh, when did you get uncut again? <laughs> it just grew back, baby. It grew back, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. Right? We need to start a new podcast called Dicks Off, where we just really <laughs> investigate this whole shenanigan. We we watch a minute of Face Off. <laughs> Every episode is just a minute of Face Off. And we just diagnose how many minutes is Face Off? <laughs> Allison, I'm invested. I know we had other plans. I know. I know we have, and I'm very excited for our other plans. Um, it's two hours and 20 minutes. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> but. 140 episodes. Allison, we've done more episodes of the X-Files. That's so true. But what do we do when they're not even on screen? How do we assess their dicks if they're not even in the shot? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It has, it's just feeling. Okay, we just go by vibe. It's just vibe, right? And then also, if someone else is in the scene, we could talk about their dick. Yeah. In our new prestige podcast, Dicks Off, <laughs> stylized with the slash. And then, and then there are, I don't know if we can get this on iTunes, uh, cause they're, you know, against, you know, everything. Uh, you know the poster where it's the two sides? <laughs> it's just half of an uncircumcised dick and half of a circumcised Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the podcast that presupposes that on Face Off, one of the men was circumcised Which and the meant- other one was not. John Travolta was definitely circumcised. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah, got without the air, a doubt the air of a circumcised person. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage has, if I may say, the air of an uncircumcised <laughs> the, the person. Funk. <laughs> now, um, you can tell, hey. Oh yeah, there's an energy. <laughs> when I found when I found my first uncircumcised friend, I kind of knew. Yeah, like before you're like, even. Oh, what are you're you like going you're a little on? Different, huh? And actually, the ratio of circumcised to uncircumcised was dramatically changed as soon as I crossed the border. Oh, really? They're all cut down there. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's not uh, as common up we're here. Like, huh? We're like, we like go free. Yeah, we're like, mm. but they're all cut down there. That's wild. Yeah, it's like feel the mushrooms. You just want to. You don't want. They're cold. It's so sad. It's such a cute little toque. Not a toque. Yeah. How far does it go up? Okay, well. A, a, a sweater. A sweater. A sw- not a toque. Oh, my God. I've seen a toque in my day. <laughs> so they kept it and they put it on top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a lid. Um, We thought we had nothing to talk about. Anyway, that's my face-off dissertation. That Look forward to our new podcast, Dicks Off. Definitely John Travolta's wife knew that she was fucking Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And was like, okay with it. <laughs> 
So okay. um, we go to the science place where they do the science. Yeah, there's some smart metals. Um, and they said that what they did was they converted electrical energy into mechanical energy. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Mechanical energy is the combination of kinetic and potential energy. And what's electrical energy? Electrical energy is like something that's created from kinetic energy. They're all energy. There's two types of energy. Yeah, kinetic and potential. And this... Allison, it's all energy. And I learned that from Super Solvers. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Gizmos and Gadgets taught me about electricity. I thought you were going to say, like, Beekman's World. No, no, it was all Gizmos and Gadgets. Uh, I played that game endlessly. Jesus. So, I don't know. It's like a whole thing. Anyways. Now, they say, when when Doggy interviews the, the man in charge, um... They're talking about Metalman. Yeah, Metalman. And they say, that only happens in the movies. Yes. Allison, can you name a movie where a man turns into a robot? Terminator 1. And 2. <laughs> no, wait. He's just a robot. Yeah. He's no man. No. He's just 100% robot. Terminator Char- 2. Nope. Terminator 3. Nope. No Terminators. Robocop. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. And also, I realized, uh... Bicentennial Man. Six Million Dollar Man? Oh, yeah. He's Robit. Mm-hmm. And he fucks a Sasquatch mm-hmm. during that show. <laughs> God, that show really jumped the shark, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. But there's not many... When Doggett says this only happens in the movies, there's not many circumstances in which you have a man who turns into a bot. Yeah. Yeah. You have a bot who turns into a man. Yeah. That's is, cyberpunk. That's cyberpunk. Also, it's that movie with fucking... The kid Hayden Christensen was it Hayden Christensen? Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, the little I see dead people boy. Was that? Oh him? yeah, uh, AI. Yeah, where he's like, I'm your new son now. Speaking of movies, yeah, I have a question for you. Uh oh, that I saw on the Twitters. Okay, what is the first movie that you saw on a date? Oh God, I think it was like Titan AE. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. In the theater? Is that the, that's a Don Bluth situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that. Wow. It was with, okay, but I don't know if it counts because it was with my best friend Olivia and then her friend Kyle and he had a big crush on me. Oh. I'm like, I don't know about this. And then he sat next to me and then I realized it was kind of a date, and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> and again, he's one of those things where, like, a, a boy liked me, and I wasn't so sure, and then I just kind of dumped his ass, and then I never saw him again. Oh, yeah. The original ghosting. Right? <laughs> what was yours? Uh, mine was the seminal Canadian classic Men with Brooms. What? Oh, a curling movie? It was a curling movie. Allison. It was 14A. Do they swear? Do they, they they fuck. They fuck. Yeah. What? Yep. If in 14A in Canada, you can have uh, the brooms. Yeah. No. The the men. <laughs> the, um, each other. No. Unfortunately, it was hetero. Uh. Um, but there's the first time I think that I had ever seen on screen sex like with other people that During I a knew. Day. Yeah. And it was like a group date. Like, there were a bunch of people. Oh, okay. So not just a one-on-one. Yeah, but okay. it was still like, I was like, oh, no, people are having sex, and I'm afraid of sex. 
So and and you've never seen you've never touched a curling broom since. <laughs> I have not. You could have been a world class curler, Allison. Oh God, just t- they took it from me at a young age. <sighs> it's too bad. <laughs> Yours was cooler than mine. Boy, howdy. Ah. Um, okay, so here's the thing, is that they say they don't do dumping at the salvage yard. Yeah. And Doggett's like, don't you, though? Um, and he looks at their barrels, and he's like, barrels, interesting. And then he goes back to the salvage yard, and he finds some barrels that are the ah, same color. Blue, blue barrels. But he scratches off the little blueness. You got a little psyched when he took out his little I pocket. I really did get psyched about it. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe it's got a little greaser inside of it. I think he does. Nice. Uh, and um, he scratched it off, and he's like, these are the same barrels. I've solved a crime. <laughs> I think he said, huh. Color theory. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think that's what that means. I think, okay, I'm going to take you on a real wild ride uh inside my tired pancake Uh brain. Okay. So just before this, they trap the robot man in a room. Yes. And the room is full of red light. Yes. And then he escapes. Yes. And and then Doggett finds the blue barrels. And I was like, maybe red can hold him in one place. Blue has another effect. <laughs> and that's why I said color theory. <laughs> that was not the case. So I didn't realize that. I thought that was all hocus pocus. And then I went to Washington State Fair where they sell like everything. Yeah. There's like literal, there's a guy selling a, a color sauna. Where you, you have oh yeah yeah sauna. people believe in 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 that stuff. It's just colors. Yeah. Like purple makes you feel mood rings, man. But mood rings tell you your mood. Yeah. Are you telling me but that? they still assign a color to your mood. I guess so. But it's like, if you have, if you have cancer, get a lot of purple. Jeepers. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they said the cancer thing, but yeah. they implied it. Um, okay, so he, one of the barrels has little handprints on it. He pops it open. There's a little yeah. metal man in there. Oh, yes. So this is the original boss. Yeah. He had an accident. He had, was it an accident? Was it? Or was he like, I want to be a little metal man. <laughs> please. Make me a little metal man. Put me in the barrel, Put please. me in the barrel. I'm, gonna, I'm a little metal man. <laughs> Someone has to stop us. I know. Oh. Okay. Why, um, did he, why was he put Was he put in the barrel? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that point. Did he want to go in the barrel? I kind of gave up. What was um, his motivation about the barrel? I don't remember okay. that whole conversation that Doggett had with the other guy about why he was in the barrel. Uh, but then they yell at the guy's wife. Yeah, that's real cool. Um, Scully and Doggett, like, find Ray's wife, the metal man. They find his wife at the um, science place. Yeah. And they're like, why are you here? What are you doing? You're a criminal. And she's like, I just miss my husband. <laughs> Who's dead. She's dead. It's so weird that they just, like, go off on her. Yeah. Well, Scully does, actually. Yeah. And then, so, sh- they're gonna put police detail on her. Yeah. But guess what? He's already inside the house. He's already inside the house. They didn't sweep it. And he's good. like, give me a name. I gotta know who I'm supposed to kill. And now, this was also, um, when she he went back to the halfway house. Yeah. And just, like, squeezed that lady too tight. And she just died. And she just died. <laughs> Like her jaw. Yeah. That was a she weird. She just one. died. They just ran out of lines for her, huh? Yeah. Okay. They're like, just give her a jaw squeeze. So the wife tells Metalman uh who 
Okay, this is where it, get, it gets a little fuzzy for me. Yeah. He's given a name. He's given a name. We He does not know anything about this person. He doesn't no. know what they look like, where they live, what he drives. And then the next shot is this man and his family driving down the road, and there's Metalman. Yeah. Don't have an answer for you. The writers don't either. No. Anyway, so he... He crushes the car, uh-huh. and then he takes the he man pulls out. Pulls the man out, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill he's you because like straddling you, him on the road. You did something to me." But there's a boy. There's a young boy, and he's like, "Daddy, daddy, no, daddy, no, daddy, please stop, Metalman. Do not hurt my daddy." <laughs> now this actor's name is Reese Morgan. Yeah. It's probably one of the Morgan brothers' uh, kids, huh? Yeah, probably. Or at least a nephew. <laughs> uh, and it teaches us that if there's one thing that can stop a revenge-hungry metal man, it's uh, the love of a child. It is the love of a child. Um, You know what? Maybe this kid did not like the dad. Yeah. But I did. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, and the dad lives, and they're yeah. like, well, we'll never know what happened to that metal man. And then he gets crushed inside a car. Sure does. And then someone calls him an abomination of a man, comma, a machine. Yep. I guess. <laughs> he wasn't a machine. Nor was he an... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. This one was uh, pretty wet. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate on spooky scale. One is mm, sleepy. Five is spooky. I give this, oh God, a, uh, negative three. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I rate on rage scale. It goes from one, which means it's a great episode, all the way to first person shooter. This one was just bad. Uh, I give it a seven. Yeah. Gorsh. Gorsh. Allison, you know what's not bad? What? Our friend Bigfoot. Ah, our friend Bigfoot is perfect. You know what is also not so bad? What? Um, Bigfoot loves candy. Bigfoot loves candy? This Me too. This comes from the shark. You're a Bigfoot? I love candy. Oh, good. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. This comes from the Charlotte Observer in North Kakalaki. <laughs> Bigfoot loves candy, says North Carolina woman who left treats for beasts and claims to have photos. Oh, shit. Okay. A North Carolina woman posted photos on Facebook early Saturday of what she says is a Bigfoot creature she leaves candy for on her wooden land. Oh. Not fake. Vicky Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky. Not fake, Vicky Cook of Shelby posted on the 11,000 member Bigfoot 911 Facebook group page. Bigfoot deepfakes. <laughs> Not a bear. And these are two exclamation marks. <laughs> this is the real deal. I love you, Vicky. Cook posted that she had previously shown many footprints of the creature, but this one is a major breakthrough with a trail camera. First. I don't know what she means by that. <laughs> okay. Cook told Charlotte Station WCNC-TV on Wednesday that she found eight Bigfoot footprints since March. While the creature likes cookies and candy, she told the station, now she's going to tell us the three most favorite things that Bigfoot likes. Okay. What are the three candies? Oh, Tootsie Rolls? No. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know. Are you kidding me? He might have different tastes. Okay. You're a Bigfoot. Yeah. You need a hearty. Okay, if I'm a Bigfoot. You're a Bigfoot. You need a hearty snack. 
Multi-layered. A Mr. Big. Nah, they don't have that down there. What? Yeah, Mr. Oh Big. Oh my down there. god. Three Musketeers. No. You have the worst choice in candy. I'm trying to think about a big husky snack for a husky boy. Musketeers is just like air. It's like nougat, and that's it. Oh well, okay. You tell me then. Peanut butter sandwiches. Number one. Okay, one. That's not candy. That's a sandwich. That's a legitimate food stuff. I cannot have anyone saying that that is candy. Peanut brittle. <laughs> okay, that's... He love a peanut that's brittle. That's fair. Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, he loves a peanut butter. And Hershey's chocolate bars. <laughs> a peanut butter sandwich is not candy. That's a sandwich. And if word gets out that people are going to say that this is candy, then I'm going to be just in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Sandwiches is candy. <laughs> Uh, in Saturday's Facebook post, Crook said a trail camera captured a grainy image of the creature in broad daylight. I forgot and left my camera on and he showed up after I left for town. Bigfoot, she claimed to have caught a camera, is the one with very big feet. I posted a little while back. (laughs) You know, that one. Not the one with the dainty toes. Uh, the Bigfoot. Oh, that's interesting. The plural of Bigfoot is Bigfoot. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Big feet? Big foots? <laughs> big foot? <laughs> the big feet. No, that doesn't sound right No, either. I don't like the it. The big foot are, yeah, that's right, I guess. Yeah. You know, Vicky knows her fucking stuff. <laughs> uh, boo on me. Uh, the big foot are able to blend in their surroundings. Cook further explained it in her post. That's why they're hard to see. Oh. oh. If I was to get a clear shot of a big foot standing in the open, guess how that would go, she said. Lol. <laughs> That's what she said. Lola. Lola. Uh, after Saturday morning, uh, Cook posted that she will try to make a cast of the footprint she said the Bigfoot left on the tree. Not sure if it's a hand or foot, though. What? Is it a big foot or big hand, Vicky? <laughs> Vicky, you can't have it both ways. Vicky, what the fuck? It looks to be a foot with only three toes and one big off to the side, almost gorilla-like. Vicky, you are playing Calvin Ball here. (laughs) I love her so much. Uh, Responding to questions from other Bigfoot 911 group members, Cook said any Bigfoot on her property are probably just passing through and that she believes they live near the Broad River about a mile and a half away. Vicky, you cannot tell people where they live. Vicky, you are fucking blowing up their spot (laughs) and that is not okay. You just doxed the Bigfoot. (laughs) He said their feet looks like hands and their hands look like feet. He sent the people where they live. They just walk through the big mess sometimes, Cook posted. Broken trees scattered everywhere. Footprints. They come back to my backyard at night as well, but they never bother anything. You are very privileged they allow you to see them, a group member replied. Okay. Okay. Ah. Oh, Vicky. Vicky, thank you. Oh, Vicky. I really want to see these pictures. We'll have to look these up yeah. later, because fuck, I really, really want to see them. Um, also, I'm going to join the Bigfoot 911 Facebook group and just see what Hell happens. Hell yeah. Allison, if we've got a Bigfoot 911, <laughs> <laughs> who should we go to? Oh, you should go to the Major Cast Network. Because they love the big foots and feets and hands and foots. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the network that we're on, and we love them. We think they're great, and we hope you do, too. Um, here's a podcast from them that you might enjoy. 
Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man, these people are very dumb. Hi, my name is Eric McAdams and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest, and you the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. Yeah, I think Bigfoot would totally do that. I think that Bigfoot could get, would get down yeah. with that one, I we think. We should send that to Vicky. Yeah, and just tell her to, like, play it loudly Love. in the yard. Yeah. Uh, and that'll do her. Yeah, um, with a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now, if Allison, if our space cadets... A, have a Bigfoot story. Yeah. B, love candy that are not sandwiches. Or C, um, maybe accidentally came to this podcast. What should they do? <laughs> oh, um, you should... <laughs> Sorry. Allison had a calculating face, a buffering face that was very good. <laughs> sort of a, an interesting verb usage that I had to figure oh, really? out. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, if you have uh, interesting stories about Bigfoot or Big Feets or opinions on whether sandwiches are candy, they're not. Uh, you can email us at doublexfallspodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out D-O-U-B-L-E. Um, and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at doublexfalls. And if you came while listening to this podcast because of how. or in spite of us, um, then you owe us a five-star review. And it's yeah. as simple as that. So uh-huh. uh, just head over to your favorite podcast platform. Give us that review. You owe us uh we won't come help you clean up. Nope. But uh, that's your job. You Not know, ours. we were happy to be a part of it. Were we? Well, anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Allison, it's time for prediction. It's your turn. I don't think I got any points. I don't even remember what you predicted. I do, and I didn't get any points. Okay. So, how oh yeah, it was not about the ocean. Yeah, and there was no thing that controlled people's minds. Yep. Um, half a point each still yes. for us. And this is uh, this next episode is season eight, episode ten, mm-hmm. and it is called Badla. B a d l a a. Hmm. And I do believe we've gotten word from Space Cadets at one point or another that this episode is a pretty shitty. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think we got an email to that effect at some point. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. By the way, if you want to warn us about an episode, that'd be great. Yeah. We love a heads up. Yeah. You can email us. Um, bad luck. Uh, so it's going to be, the protagonist is going to be a white older man. Okay. Um, and... He is in a acapella group. Okay. And they're going to state. So, is this Glee? Yes. Because <laughs> it's like, la, la, but bad. bad. Yeah. And they lost all their voices. Oh. And so, Scully and Duggett have to find the voices. Okay. That's it. Half a point for lost your voice singers. Half a point for singers. Okay, I'll take it. Cool, let's I'm, do it. I'm playing fucking Calvin Ball with this one. <laughs> okay, Vicky. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. Right, and that is it. That's all we got to do. Good. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is, is out there. there, Allison. Yeah. Is hot dogs candy? No. Oh.
Hot dogs is candy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.